BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. We're here again Hello. every Thursday. Feeling good about it. Feeling good. You look gorgeous. Thank you. you. So do you. So beautiful. So do you. Did you change your shirt? I did. You look amazing. Or no, I love this uh, ensemble on you. Thank you. Jacqueline bought me this shirt. She knows what she's doing. That's I mean, a great color palette. A man in a flannel. There's it's a nothing flannel. better. It's a nice blue and red flannel. You look great, Jer. There you like go. a patriotic man. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Which is so He's mean. a grand old it's flag. So, so me yeah. waving my flag. flag. Yeah, yeah. 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 A guy from Arizona. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> my new bio on Love my it. Instagram. A yeah. guy from Arizona. guy yeah. from Arizona. Yeah. In a band called The Main. Local area man. <laughs> um, how are we doing? How are we feeling? What are oh, we drinking? Amazing. So good. I have um, the single cut water can we have in the fridge. I put it in here. That I'm going to drink it. That quite tasty. You can share it with me. I'm gonna, I'll have a sip. I have um, here the Bud Light Seltzer. This is the Sangria Splash, tropical sangria style, naturally flavored. Gluten-free, <laughs> I might add. Holy crap. As got, a, yeah, as a celiac honestly, yourself. Bud Light doesn't do anything I don't like. Made with real bust. juice, it says. They I, don't do anything wrong, though. That is a long-standing brand, and they know what they're doing. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> long-standing brand, know what, they, what they're doing. Uh, they that's what right. Doing. The new tagline for Bud. Know I, what they're doing. I would say, though, this is pretty damn good. Yeah? All things All right. considered. All right, all right, all right. Um, no housekeeping today. If there's still merch left on our website, we're having a 20% off merch sale. We're doing a little spring cleaning, so go get your first degree merch. Yeah, and the other housekeeping is always going to be join the Patreon. We are doing some cool shit over there, and I feel like we don't talk about it enough, so no. people don't realize that like we have probably 55 episodes on our Patreon that are like there for you to binge if you're out of content and you're really into that. We love our Patreon, and we actually open up in different ways on our Patreon. Well, I was going to say, our Patreon's kind of a combination of regular first degree and killing time, where we're conversational, we're telling the story kind of emotionally from like how our perspectives would kind of change the game if we were experiencing what was going on. So I think it's a a little bit different type of storytelling than we have for regular first degree episodes. And you get to see what you're hearing right now. 
Oh yeah, yeah. it's true. Video. We have full video on Patreon. Full video um, of everything going on on Killing Patreon. Time is always on video on Patreon these days. You get to see Jared's beautiful hair every single week. I honestly can't believe how it's better and longer than my hair, and that wow. hurts me. Thanks. Those gorgeous I feel locks. a little greasy today, but no, you're, you're looking look great. I'm in that period where I'm trying to find out how many days I can go without washing it. Not many. The longer you go, the less you'll have to wash it. That's yeah. the trick. So, that never helped me. I during COVID in the beginning, I never washed my hair, and I stopped needing to wash my hair. The, like it just turned into this thing where the oil wasn't being produced, and it was incredible. Wow. Okay. That's all over now. That's what I'm aiming for, but because I'm washing it again. Yeah. We, can't, we can't be stinky. It's not sustainable. No, it's not sustainable. No. True. Okay, let's get into the day today. We're finally in April. It is April sixth. Okay. It's a good day. Jared has a song about April seventh, so tomorrow I'll listen to that song. Not that you wrote any of the lyrics yeah. of it. You have no personal connection to it. <laughs> oh, so fuck. okay. But you played guitar in the I song sure April did, 7th. Jack. Yeah, and I did have a little hand in writing it. <laughs> the lyrics? No. No, I mean the lyrics. Because the lyrics oh. are about a special day in his singer's it's for, life. It's for John. Yeah, it's for John. So go to listen to that song. But we're going to go back in time. We're going to 1896, April 6th. Wow. 1896. The first modern Summer Olympic Games... Open in Athens, Greece. Wow! Did they do the discus? I don't. I don't know. I think there was just some running. I think Maybe they did the discus. They did the torch. Probably a torch run. Probably, probably a torch run. Probably a torch run. Um, 19, 1917, U.S. declares war on Germany, and we enter World War One. Oof! Fun times. I think we won though. I don't think we called it World War One back then. We're just probably, World War. Yeah. World did war. they even call it World War? I think it was just the war. The war. The mm. big one. It's like the big earthquake, but yeah, the big war. It wasn't great. Scary. Um, nineteen eighty. Here's your invention. I'm trying to get an invention every okay. killing time. I love that. Nineteen eighty. Post-it notes are invented. Ooh. Oh God, what a good, good one. Oh. You know what that reminds me of? Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh yeah, of course. Where um, Ro- Michelle pretends that her dad invented, or she pretends she invented the post-it. No, it was her dad. Is that what she says? Yeah, I think one of the people in the family invented the post-it. It's such a good, it's such a good lie. God, it's so good. But then someone's like, "No, you didn't." Someone else I know did the post-it, and they get called out. It's a good lie then. It's not a good lie now. Not a good lie now. Any lie Google. is a bad not lie now. Yeah. This reminds me of a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where Larry goes to dinner with this guy. And his last name is Cobb, and he claimed to invent <laughs> the, the Cobb, Cobb salad. salad. <laughs> <laughs> and then Larry finds out that it's not true, and he's like, "Why the fuck are you lying about inventing the Cobb salad?" Because <laughs> that was a fucking cool thing to invent. If you, you did, so in fact, Hell invent yeah. it, mm-hmm. you know what? It's very oh, you. Dude. A nice little hard-boiled egg on there called a Cobb. Mm-hmm. Tuny Swah, we'll have ourselves a day. That sounds delicious. In Some capers two, in 2016, and I. Tell me what you guys think about this. The first baby is born with DNA from three parents through mitochondrial transfer in Mexico. I don't really know what that means. Oh, my goodness. I don't know either. Um, It could mean a couple of things. (laughs) Uh, But I need more information because otherwise if I speak on it, I'll sound stupid. Was one of the parents conjoined? I don't know. I should have looked into this, but I didn't. I was just like, this is a very bizarre I like that you just gave it... Not enough info, but no. like just here's I the just thing. Was like, I was I'll like, pose that some looks- questions in relation to this. So, okay. like, imagine, for example, hypothetically, had I had a cousin who had a um, egg donor, but then her real husband was the sperm donor. Mm. That sounds like three DNAs to me, you know. And I could be completely wrong, but 
that is a three DNA pregnancy. That is a carrier, a mother. Is there a womb. so like if you have a surrogate? Is there DNA that is no. transferred to the yes child? Well, yes, inadvertently. Um, okay. not in terms of the makeup as like as far as the egg conjoining with the sperm and what yeah. that makeup looks like. But like, there's undoubtedly blood transfer. So I think there is a more nuanced sort of understanding of this and maybe that's what they mean but who fucking knows guess what we're gonna find out in the comments yeah and i'm sure i'll get called out (laughs) let us know facebook i should look into it more but i think i'm close okay i love the deductive reasoning that was great yeah that's just my deductive reasoning i'm not (laughs) pretending to be educated on this okay now we're going back to 2020 you know we all know what was going on in 2020 wasn't great but on April 6, 2020, Nadia, a tiger at the Bronx Zoo, tests positive for COVID. The first known case of human to cat transmission. And honestly, was there any other ones after that? <laughs> no, but cat AIDS transferred around to several species, I think. That's really? crazy. Cat AIDS. Yeah. This is like, um, it's like cocaine bear, but it's COVID tiger. COVID tiger. You know? Well, remember uh, how much everybody was freaked out about that, that they could give it to their Pets. Everyone was worried about dogs. Everybody was worried about everything. Nobody knew. Before the vaccine, I can't believe what we were doing. Yeah. No, the craziness of like hazmat suits at the grocery store. It was a wild time. It was a weird time. Weird time, guys. Um. So now for like our deep dive of the day today, we're gonna we're gonna go back to 1772. In 1772, the great year of 1772, April 6th, Catherine the Great, the Empress of Russia. Ends tax on men with beards. Uh, wait. <laughs> Again, so if you have a beard, you avoid tax? No, if you have a beard, you had to pay a tax. And she ended that Why? from happening. But that sounds fair. Well, so this is going to be your little history <laughs> lesson for the day. So the ta- the beard tax started by Peter the Great in 1698. Okay. Back in Russia. And a beard tax... Tax is a government policy that requires men to pay for the privilege of wearing a beard. So the reason why they made a beard tax is they were really hoping to force men to kind of adopt like a Western European style where the beard was more of a classic Russian style of face wear, face hair wear. Yeah, you keep the face warm. So basically what they were doing is if you had a beard, you had to pay to have the beard. (laughs) Otherwise, you have to be shaved like a worm. No, like an adult man worm. Oh, my God. No, it said to enforce the ban on beards, the czar empowered police to forcibly and publicly shave those who refused to pay the tax. So it was like a public shaming of bearded men. Oh, my gosh. That didn't pay their fair share for the tax. You're really hurting the chances of these guys. Like, do you want... You want to grow your population? Let let some men like without a beard. It's probably not happening. No. Like if I shave my beard off, I wouldn't be sitting here. No, before the you be- today. beard, facial hair is the makeup for men. Yeah. Like it really covers a lot of Im- imperfections it about a man's bone structure. I like that you said a worm. Men without. look like worms without beards. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Especially if they've had one and then lose it. Like yes. a yes. man with who's never had a beard doesn't look like a worm, but a man who had a beard and lost it looks like a worm. Well, because a beard <laughs> usually adds some volume to the bottom of a man's face. It just completely morphs the structure of the face because it's covering up like yeah. cheekbones and the chin. Yeah. And the it nose. makes them seem like there's maybe a stronger chin situation going on. So when it's gone and it's suddenly a fleshy yeah. tube, you're <laughs> I, a worm. I my worry, fleshy 
too. <laughs> I worry because I've had, it's not really a beard, but it's like a medium stubble that I've had for like 12 years. And I wonder if I were to shave it off, if it would look like I was like wearing a mask. You're not a worm. I've seen you without a beard. And no, you don't you look haven't. like it. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Like a picture. Not in person. Probably a photo. No, in person. When you used to have short hair, when you and Jack first started dating. I think uh-uh. you still had a beard. Never gotten rid of the beard. Whoa, don't. Know. So then. who knows? Don't shave it before we don't, get married. Jared. I might have second thoughts. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> That's the true test of love. I'm gonna shave all all my hair off and shave my beard. Yep. Good luck to you, my friend. Yep. I'll be in France. I want to test our love. <laughs> Good luck to you. We'll see. You soon to be a stranger. Oh my goodness. Um. Okay. So basically, they charge people differently for their beards. So people that were in the government were charged 60 rubles. I don't know how much that was really considered. Wealthy I people. I love the word ruble. Wealthy mm. merchants were charged 100 rubles. Ruble. And uh, regular townsfolk were charged 60. And then people that were from Moscow were charged 30 per year. So there was different charges Low. for everybody. Lowest. But I kind of like that at least they made the wealthy people pay more. It's like they're paying their wor- fair share of their tax. It's better than the democracy we're experiencing. That's right. Billionaires <laughs> don't have to pay shit. Totally. Yeah. Um, by From a financial standpoint, it was unsuccessful because they only raised an average of 3,500 rubles annually annually from 1705 to 1708 that's not if they were charging 60 per person and they only raised 3000 rubles that's a rude amount of rubles that's that's either, not that either much either they were not enforcing this or people were just like yeah i'd rather just shave my beard off well yeah. some yeah it, there was a lot of a lot of that happening yeah. i think it was like a pipe dream yeah. that they yeah. would make a lot of money and i think people were just like no 100%. yeah no so in 1772 on april 6th the tax was formally repealed by catherine the great which i kind of love that it was a woman that's well i guess she was helping men out but oh. Yeah, we always are. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, are we always? I was like, I love that it was a woman that made the decision. Uh, But I'm like, uh, the decision was uh, to help men. She was helping women, too, because there's less worms. That's true. Yeah. Well, she was helping men get laid. So it was really helping the men. Yeah. But at least giving women a broader selection of. Yeah. So they're not disgusted by all the worms out there. They're sick. They're (laughs) sick. Um, So that's your little wrinkle. Love that. In your brain for today. But uh, when we come back, we've got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Okay, welcome to On the Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand that we are either loving or hating. We have a healthy discussion. Vote if it's guilty or not guilty. Bring it to Instagram. You vote if it's guilty or not guilty. So make sure you're following us on Instagram. And every week, uh, I think we're having a listener submitted on the stand. We have one this week. Oh, yes. We do. Yes, we do. And if you would but like to participate. Need... Wow. And yes. you've got something you would like to call in and talk about. For the on number the stand. is 818-446-6889. That is 818-446. Four four six six eight eight nine. Off the top of my head, for the first time, mm, you copied me. Fascinating. We're gonna start with her on the stand from our listener submission. So, hello, first degree family. I have an on the stand for you all that's kind of along the same lines of one a couple weeks ago about the crosswalk incident. So I'm putting on the stand people who start when you're stopped at a two to three um, way stop and the person who doesn't have a stop sign is like signaling for you to go. It's just one of those things. It's like, no, we're all stopped here. Like you go, please. We don't need any more awkward interactions in our lives than we need to have. Anyway, so that is basically I'm putting on the stand. Uh, If you 
are not – if you don't have the stop sign, just go. Just don't let any other people go. Let the people who are at the stop sign stop, and we'll just, we'll just all go along with our lives. So guilty, and that's about it. Thank you, guys. I cannot wait to weigh in. I hate the forced generosity of <laughs> – anti-following the driving rules yeah, yeah. Uh, i constantly in my neighborhood people are like go and i'm yeah, like yeah. people are honking behind you yes. i don't want to go i want i want to dart between the cars yeah. when there's time you make me super uncomfortable especially women yeah. i don't want to go across when you say especially when there's like 30 cars behind you yeah follow the fucking driving rules and let everybody adapt between you yes. no one likes to be put on the spot like that no it is it is well first off Whenever you're at a four-way intersection and one of the, the things doesn't have a stop sign, it freaks me the fuck out. Because you always think that, like, you're paying attention until somebody runs the other stop sign or something like that. So it's a very dangerous position to be in. Totally. So then when somebody now is going to go against what the rules are and have you go on the turn that you're not supposed to go on, then somebody's probably going to rear-end that person because they should just be continuing to go. Yeah. And it just creates this whole flurry of problems. Right. Well, there's couple different sides to it too because not every place's streets feel the same so like you might be in an unfamiliar area could and be in the mean streets yeah well you be <laughs> <laughs> you you could be literally anywhere and the signs could feel different and the streets could feel different and you might not know that this thing you're coming up to is not a four-way but maybe a three-way and so i give people a little bit of the benefit of the doubt however i think that it's your job as a driver to just Pay as much attention to what is applying to you and follow that. Yeah. Because if you're going to just disregard it. You can't it, make up your own rules. You can't just make up your own rules. You should. It's going to keep the flow and it's going to keep things a lot safer if you just go by what the signs are that's posted. But again, I see the other side because sometimes you're in an unfamiliar area. Like we were in Culver City the other night and the streets just look different there to me. <laughs> They They're sure like do. painted and things are just different. Hey, I was, was there. Scared. I was there at that dinner. You were there. And it was also hard for us. I pulled into like a turn lane that wasn't a turn lane. It was bad. Oh, was, yeah, you did. Yeah. No, there I, are a lot of windy roads in that area. You know, so I, I see both sides. But I think as a as a individual driver, it's your job to try to pay as much attention to what applies to you and follow 100%. it. 100%. Guilty. Yeah. Guilty. Easy. Very guilty. Love you. Thank you for calling that in. We want more on the stands. Yeah. Do we have... We already gave the phone number. Yes. We, gave the we phone got number. this. We yep. gave the phone number. I'm going to go first. I love that. I was going to do something else for on the stand, but this discussion about the beards really inspired me. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait to know more. And the worms. Okay. I'm putting men's haircuts on the stand. Okay. <laughs> I actually had a conversation with Jared about this last night because I was watching The Bachelor and they're doing hometown dates and The Bachelor just got a fresh haircut. What? And I, the wait, first. Really? Well, it's the haircut that he's had, but he just got a he just oh, got a new too, too tight to he his got skull. A, too, he got a new he got a too a too tight of a what is it a close fade? Yeah. Like he got you his, don't want a close fade. Yeah, whatever number of the too, too, of too the buzz close, you're supposed to get, or maybe that's the one that he gets. But then, like after you know a week or two, and it grows out, then it looks normal. There is nothing that gives me the ick more than when a man has a fresh haircut. So much so. Uh, it needs to feel lived in. Yes. At least for two, three days. Like, talk about looking like a worm. Like, that really is men, wormy. Men, Try, listen up. I don't know how many worm, of you there trying are. trying too hard, too. Because you're getting a haircut. You seem like you're trying so hard. Like, you have them cut it a little less close. I would, yeah, um, look a all I'm disheveled. saying is, men, listen up. Because all this shit was so shocking for me to hear. 
And it's great insight. So if you're listening right now, pay attention to this because this is shit we don't even think about. No. I would never even think about this at all. Like, never. I remember the days, I mean, when I had short hair and going to the barber, it was so awesome to get out of there because it felt so nice. You could feel the wind on your, the back of your, your head. Your scalp is your finally revealed to yeah. the world. Yeah. Well, your scalp, which has been covered your whole life, right. is finally having a chance to shine. But yeah. my perspective in those moments your was... Your pink scalp. I, oh, think, <laughs> I truly think that men think they look the best when they get a new haircut. Yeah. And, and, and boy, was everything shattered last night. And she goes, <laughs> he gives me the ick. I was like, he's got Ew, a new haircut. the bachelor just got his haircut. Gross. Bleh. And she's like, I thought I looked good when I, I was like, I thought that's the whole point of getting a haircut is being like, <laughs> no, oh. no, we hate it. We like a grown in look. Well, like I obviously hate it so much that I never let Jared cut his hair again. No, well, you're old like, man river now. And I was like, <laughs> I can't even, I can't even allow the possibility of getting the ick with this man that I love so much by him getting a haircut that we just can't even have that possibility lingering. Yeah. We were, so, we were at lunch with her parents the other day and her mom was like, you should do like, take like, I don't know, like four inches, like trim up four inches. And Jack was like two. I was like <laughs> three. Jared's hair is his identity now. Like the, you are your hair. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Your I think you're change. beyond not Jared. Yeah. Well, you know, I winked at you. You uh, looked away though. <laughs> I was sorry. I was thinking. I looked down here and thinking. Well, we got to keep these internet rumors fueling. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Alexa's you guys down. Alexa's down. Behind my back. Yeah. Yep. Not an sorry. affair. Just journal. Because what I've found <laughs> is that people think me and Jack's voice is the same. Yeah. So they've just convinced themselves yeah. that you're my boyfriend. Or so who knows? Keep them guessing. But that's what I like about this. There's no affair accusation. They're just like, is it Alexis or Jack? Who knows? No one knows. Anybody, we're going off what they say, you know. So. Two two valley girls, you know, <laughs> that have vocal fry could be me or Alexis. Basically the annoying same voices. I yeah. mean, anyways, men's haircuts a big guilty on my guilty, end. a fresh cut. Why I'm saying not guilty, whatever. It's just because I, man, that's such a specific thing that I feel like men just don't realize. Overruled, exists, so. also, you know what? I don't know if all women agree. I also like a more disheveled look on a man, like some women love their men to be very. No, that's tight. very gin tan, uh, gym tan laundry. Yeah, that's very like tight fade. Yeah, like I used to do that. Muscle. Not that. That's a specific well, a look. look. Yeah, I used to as have a part York, shaved in. That is, as someone from New York, that's a look. Yeah, yeah. no, and but, some women love it. It's just not for me. Not for me either. But <sighs> I support it. No man shaming here. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. Do you want to go? Yes. Um. So what I'm putting on the stand, I shared something in our ladies group chat. In China, a few weeks ago, there was a thing that was shocking that happened. There was a rain, but not the mm. typical rain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There was a rain of worms. Worm rain. Worm rain. And if you Google this, you'll see like worms all over cars, people with umbrellas with worms all over their umbrellas, worms everywhere. Share that. <laughs> I want you to say something before I continue. I'm just, you look okay. That's you look super spooky. It's there were it. It rained. Not rained. A, not it a rained. Guy. There were worm rains in China. Okay. So what I'm putting on the stand is worm rain. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like, I hate it when that happens. No. Yeah. But I want to talk about this because it's not as terrifying as you might think. I mean, it is. But the reason this happened is because of these like monumental storm patterns right. we've been having. Apparently, insects can get swept up in a storm pattern yeah. and then come back down in the condensation in a way where like a whole city will be rained down upon by worms. Wow. 
holy fuck, way to traumatize everyone, I, worms. I wonder if they're light enough to be pulled up. Are they light enough to maybe survive the fall? I think they are fine. The worms don't have any bones. They seem like they'd they're survive pretty, a splat. They're pretty versatile. I like, like think the, about if you threw a worm. They also, I think it would be fine. They don't need much. Like yeah. they're they, they don't, don't even have, have any a skeletal system. They live in the dirt. Right. They, they don't even s- have eyes. I think. Yeah. They wow. eat dirt and then they process that. Like you know who is probably really happy? Fish. The birds. And the birds. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I'm just, I don't want any other rains. Like acid rain is already terrifying for me. Mm-hmm. That is pushing it for me. I don't yeah. know that I can do like any more animal rains. I think I would I, take, I'd take the worms over the acid for sure. Acid's well, already happening, yeah. my friend. Yeah, acid so rain. Like, yeah, the, I would say the worms of all the animal rains are the best. Frog rain sounds a little exciting because you like frogs. You might get a pet that yeah. just lands right on your, yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. No, um, I have a few thoughts about this. One thought is the plus side to a, a worm rain is you can imagine your greatest enemy just getting yeah. splat in the face with a worm rain. Worm yeah. in the eye. That's oh. a really nice. God, you like close your eyes real tight and you're like somewhere, somehow. They just get a big There's worm. a worm slapping my enemy in the face. Yes. yes. That does feel nice. So that that's nice. Like. That's a plus of the worm rain. And like a victim is like crime. You know what? Crime. No one knows they got slapped in the face except for them. And, and worms aren't killing you unless I'll, they're poisonous worms. I'm going to take it a step rain. further. They're sweet little guys. I'll take it a step further. I like worm rain because it's a great equalizer because <laughs> nobody looks cool when they're getting rained worms on them. No. no. So everybody's in the same boat. There's no way to look cool in that situation. No. no. We're all like fools within worms the worms. Worms in your orifices are never good. It doesn't matter how cool you are. You look fucking lame if there's a worm in your nose. No. I ear mouth well everybody no, you guys just imagine even better of a visual imagine your greatest enemy looking up and then two worms landing right into their nostrils, in their nostrils. Ooh, and mouth Ooh, and then they're like little seals Whoa. and they eat worms oh, like yeah, it's, yeah. they're excited about it totally. that's how i see my enemies i'm saying yeah. worm rain not guilty not God, guilty i'm changing it not guilty <laughs> bring on the worm bring rain. on the worm this is this is why we have these discussions because it really Angeles. can change your name, change your mind. It's all about perspective, and this is why we're all above our thoughts. That's because we, we can always find a new perspective. I, I love like it. feeling good about this. I like that. All right, Jared. Um, so I, I was gonna go with, uh, I was gonna put rain in general on this. Wow. Thing today. Um, so I, yeah, I think this is different enough than yours. Okay, let's try yours. it. So, I'm the kind of person, you know, the song lyric. I'm only happy when it rains. Mm-hmm. I identify with that. Yeah, you oh. do. Because I, from growing up in Phoenix and always being in extreme heat and the sun always out, when it rains, I feel so cozy and I feel like it's like a nice relief. We've had a lot of rain in LA the last like month and I've been in a really great mood about it. <gasps> Love this for you, Jack. But the reason I'm putting it on the stand is because I know. It's divisive because I know Ooh. I know Jack on the other I hand. Mean, Jared I mean, I love rain. Jared and depressed. I have so many similarities, but one that we cannot agree on is weather and temperature. And yeah. that's that's where we differ. Cold and rainy. I just like it because it's unfamiliar to me. It's like something I didn't have. So I appreciate it a lot. When I, it lo- I love the rain in L.A., especially it feels like an out. Like yes. I can bail if I want. Yeah. Like I can snuggle in my little like. I can have a heating pad in my bed and yeah. just never leave and yeah. be like, I'm sorry, my car has a flat tire. Like everyone believes yeah. anything you say. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. it's I mean. like COVID junior where it's like, yeah. you're like, you know, I 
Go, go out in the rain? Are you serious? Well, LA, we also don't know how to drive in the rain. Like, yeah, we it's think crazy. it's like the apocalypse is coming if it's sprinkling outside. So. And we don't have the infrastructure for it here. No, it, the and freeways the, get crazy. Everything floods. Our apartment flooded. Our friend's house flooded. The freeways are flooding. Yeah. Your apartment flooded? The bottom floor of it. I hate that. No, where well, all the trash goes. She's oh, well. talking about so in the complex, the not our actual unit. But it's like wet trash. Yeah, I get that. Pretty much. Um, at my house too. But I just, I really like the feeling that I get when I have like a coffee and it's like kind of gray and like, Do you, you put know, a little hat on? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, it's like you're in Seattle. My rain hat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, time to bust out the no, rain hat. No, we just got rid of our hat, umbra- our head umbrellas. You know what's funny is, oh yeah, we did. You can get them in France. Every time I've gone to Paris, I get one. Really? Oh. A head umbrella? That's their jam. Like the thing with the that band and like then the umbrella? Like a clown? With from France Paris? colors. Oh my God. Oh. I have pictures of me wearing one. That's I so need random. that, especially just for the sun, but yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Anyways, I, I, I really love the rain, and I feel like I know it's divisive, but it puts me in a better defending mood. Defending the rain. I'm defending it. I am the type of person whose mood completely depends on the weather. So if it's raining, I'm tired, I'm lethargic, I don't feel great, mm-hmm. I'm a little sad. The second the sun comes out, I am ready to seize the day. Like, I am in the best fucking mood ever. Anything is possible. So I hate the rain. I live in California for not the rain, but we're getting a lot of it. And I, I appreciate it. it. We need you know, it. as we a drought, a drought state, we need it. We needed it. We need it for the fires, but like, I don't want it. I'm over it. See, I um, I secretly love it. I realize how much social anxiety I have as an adult. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, every time something's canceled, I'm relieved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I love the rain. I yeah. love this for me. I want to stay home and be in bed. Yeah. All right. And you've so, got I'm a sure reason. most people agree with you. We'll find out. And that's why I we'll wanted see. to put this up because I want to see Rain, not guilty. Not guilty. Guilty. Mm. Mistrial. Majority rules, yep. bitches. Sorry. Okay. Well, when we come back, it is time for our second edition of Ask a Girl, Ask a Ginger. Whoa. Everybody loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story. So it's going to take you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. I'm really feeling this because Lex and I both are really like into Gatsby stuff right now. So I am loving the vibe of this game. And you're going to step into the role as June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. It's perfect for all of the firsties out there. There's mystery, danger, and romance as you search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris. And you can customize your very own luxuries a state island. Think expansive gardens and beautiful buildings and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Okay, so listen, we are busy ladies over here on the first degree. And when I have a moment of free time, I don't want to spend it grocery shopping. I want to spend it rotting on the couch and watching reality TV. And that is why I love Thrive Market. So Thrive Market is a go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to my doorstop is such a huge 
time saver. So Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They actually restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So you can go on their website and use their filters to suit any of your lifestyle needs. If you're allergic to a certain ingredient, if you just don't want to have it in your life, that's why Thrive Market is so awesome. So whether you're looking for organic snacks for your kids or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. I love this so much because I don't want to read every ingredient when I go to the grocery store. It's so easy to do it online, honestly, when I'm rotting on the couch. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash first for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash first. Thrivemarket.com slash first. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, no cooking, or cleanup needed. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Get started today and get after your goals. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. For me, I was really struggling to get enough protein. I always do. But Factor's meals are protein-packed, and they're so good. And it's so easy when I'm slammed busy working in the middle of the day to just have lunch right there, not needing to do anything, except heat it up. Head to factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 and use code DEGREE50 to get 50% off. That's code DEGREE50 at factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 to get 50% off. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. We're going to go into some questions. I have a longer email that I'd like to start off I with. I cannot wait. Okay, so this is from Katie. It's a little it's a little paragraph, so just read the closely. whole thing and do it in a dramatic reading. Okay. <laughs> no, but seriously be like, guys. You have like, your instructions. Here, you read it. You do a dramatic reading. What? Okay. Yeah, please. But it's the first time me seeing it. It's okay. So, I'm in school to become a radiologic technologist. I'll take x-rays when I graduate. Oh my God, I love that for you. Yeah. So part of school is completing a number of clinical hours at different hospitals and outpatient centers where we practice positioning and other skills under the supervision of an already accredited rag tech. Rad tech. Love that. The rad techs are supposed to support us in our learning as well as approve comps for us. Close parentheses. Forms that say we are competent to perform a certain x-ray position on our own. So sometimes you get awesome techs who really want to help you learn because you are a potential future colleague of theirs. So you could make their job easier in the future potentially. But a lot of us have run into techs that aren't at all helpful and they're also kind of assholes. I'm a tough person in general, but there's one rad tech who I have cried about on my way home more than once. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt pressured and bullied by the people around you? Yes. <laughs> yes. And if so, how did you maintain your own well-being and self-esteem and self-worth, especially if you were not in a position where you can confront the person who is breaking you down, meaning you're not really in the position of authority or position of power? Yeah. So thanks for any advice to help me be a stronger and more positive, successful person in my field. 
Oh shit. Yes. yes. So like to summarize, she works as like an she's learning to be like an X-ray taker, whatever whatever X-ray Ra- tech. Radio radiologic technologist. And the person that's kind of like her upper is just a fucking asshole to yes. her and is not helpful and yeah. is like whatever. Yeah. Um I'm sure that we have all been in positions like that. So can I? Yeah, go yeah. for it. So as someone like Jack and Jared have always kind of worked for themselves. As someone who has been someone who's worked for others and someone who is now working for myself, I really actually do have the right answer for this. Yes. What you need to do is reconcile your old self with your new self. Like if you had started at that job with a clear boundary, no one would question it. If you'd been like, hey, this is inappropriate. I don't like this. No one gives a shit. It's when you're nice at first Mm -hmm. and then you want to change to have boundaries is when you're like, you second guess it. But I'm telling you as someone who has regretted how passive and how, um, you know, much of a doormat I've been, it's like, you're safe, own your choices, especially if it's about things like learning learning and getting better yeah like i I think i think you're underestimating um your rights and position in whatever you're doing and you need to just be empowered and not have any second guessing because the second you're like yeah yeah but like i'm sorry i asked you need to just be like hey what's this that's inappropriate if you're not telling me You, you need to have like just stronger boundaries i think like the biggest lesson in any of this kind of stuff when you're dealing with coworkers or bosses or whatever is to not th- take things personally. Like unless you fucked up or did something wrong, if somebody is being an asshole to you and you know that these rad techs are kind of known for being assholes, then it's just like I and it's hard to not take things personally because you know, you're having yeah. these personal experiences with people, but it's there, it's not about you. It's about this person and how they're probably ha- on a little bit of a fucking power trip because maybe they're taking their work too seriously and that's where they're getting their fucking rocks off. Yes. So I think, yeah, as long as much as you can try to separate your emotional self from your professional self in that kind of a situation, it's going to do you the best because it's going to make you be able to perform better because you won't be scared kind of going into the next thing, wondering if they're going to be mean to you or not. And it's just like, fuck you. I'm going to do the best I can at the job that I know I'm good at. And and you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. And it's a great learning experience for you because you can look at this and say well which kind of people which kind of these people do i want to yeah. become yes um in in what i've experienced i always have imposter syndrome and someone who's condescending makes it way worse yeah um but something i've learned as i've gotten better at certain things that became my craft is that when people ask me a question about it i can't wait to just not shut the fuck up about yeah. it for like yeah. an hour and like I think people who truly love what they're doing and they're, you know, like excited about their job, love sharing the details of it. That doesn't mean everyone's going to be like that. However, you should decide right now because this person doesn't matter in the long term. They might be above you in this situation right now. And so you do feel like you're kind of at a disadvantage. But one day you'll be in that position. And I think it's a really important learning curve or learning experience to know what you want to do when you get there. And I feel like the most interesting and fun people and you know unique people are the ones who are great at something and really want to share that with people. Yeah, I think that's a huge like a great lesson to take. Yeah. Being like how how do I want to be? What kind of person and what kind of superior do I want to be when I'm in that position? Like don't take that for granted and 
then when you get to that position, be on your power trip too. hundred yeah. percent. And I think the last thing I'll share is that like, you're also in control of your position in these situations. Like yeah. you can either be afraid or you can be like, I'm obviously an amazing apprentice to you. Like, yeah, you need to empower yourself right. with like your position in the situation. Well, it's like know your worth, but it is know your worth. And-, no, and that sounds so lame. But like, I, I regret my whole life. I was the most insecure person ever. And I was like, I can do this. I'm a loser. I suck. And it's like, if I had just lied and said I was the best ever, <laughs> yeah. everyone would have believed me yeah. because everyone's lying. Yeah. Everyone's pretending they're the best at it. Everyone's faking it but like it really is about your self-esteem and about the the confidence you're commanding so if i couldn't do this i'm lame but if you can if you can command the confidence because that's the key well and i don't know what's better like because she obviously works in a very uh logistical black and white no nuanced kind of a job so it's either like you're correct or you're incorrect um, whereas like, obviously we work in a creative field, so yeah. it's like obviously very subjective versus, versus an objective thing. I actually don't know which is better to fake that confidence for, because it's like for her, for Katie, it's like, if you are doing good work, like that's a fact, like you're either doing good work or you're not, you know what I mean? It's not up to discussion or interpretation. So like, I, I, let your work guide you and guide your confidence. Yes. I do believe, though, that, like, someone in this position, they've read the books. They have the skill. You have to fucking believe in yourself. Yeah. Yes. Especially under the pressure of something yes. as stressful as medicine, you yeah. know? And it's like, you have to believe in yourself. Do some fucking TED Talks, power poses. Google it. <laughs> like, feel good going in. Yeah. Believe in yourself. And yeah. then you're ahead of everybody else. Yeah. That's all. A few little affirmations. Oh, you God, got this. Fuck- I feel better. I'm going to go home and like maybe write do a, a power pose. pose. You do power pose. I'm serious. Flex in front I of the just hype myself up talking about you. That's insane. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to go to one of our Instagram questions. <laughs> it's an easy one. That felt good, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Um, advice for moving in with a significant other. So Ooh. we obviously live together. You and Matt live together. You moved in more recent than Jared and I have been living together for a couple years. Yeah. You guys go first. Um, so, well, Jared and I had a different situation than you guys. Cause you moved into a new place, place together. Yes. So it was a new location. Jared and I did the thing where he moved in to my apartment. Yes. And I feel like I, if, if it wasn't us, we have such an easy relationship. Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people, a huge piece of advice would be to move to a separate location. Yeah. Because then it's not like you're not stepping on somebody's toes in their own space. You're not like cramping their style. But to be fair, when we started dating and I was coming out here, your apartment was empty. It felt like a new place. And so, so it wasn't necessarily like you were all moved in and it was like ready to go. Yeah. And, but at the end of the day, it just depends on what kind of person you are. If you're the kind of, dude who's like i gotta have my man cave and all my stuff it's like you really got to carve that out for yourself or else you're gonna go nuts me i'm like i don't want to make any decisions on this shit like if you like this stuff then you like this stuff let's put it in and i'll help you make it nice yeah but like that's like ground floor and then you get into like the nuance of your relationship and being around each other all the time like that we were put to the test because right COVID. after it happened covid hit and so we were like you know our apartment is not large and so we were kind of in this situation where it was learning how to work around each other. And yeah. it was never like it was an issue for us, but I could see, and I saw a lot of people have massive challenge with that. Yeah. And so I think it's really about 
meeting each other somewhere in the middle all the time or as much as possible and finding out what it is that you can do to not infringe on someone's space, but to also give yourself more space at the same time. So. I also think a huge thing when you move in with each other, I think when you're dating somebody and you're in your separate places, it's a lot more exciting. Like you're going over to your boyfriend's house, yeah. you're going to meet out for a drink or you're like dating. And it's the excitement of dating that once you move in with your significant other, you're just kind of like around in your home yeah. and you're just like with each other all the time. Yeah. And something that we like really implemented. Well, also because like I have to always be out and doing something, but like, sure. Date nights are huge for us. Yeah. So it's like going on a date, making a thing of it, going out and getting food and drinks and like making it a whole thing where you're not spending every single night just like around each other on the couch yeah. or like he's doing his video games and I'm putzing around like <laughs> making the excitement continue to go on yeah, yeah, yeah. by like continuing to court each other. I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Because you don't want to feel like you're just living with your roommate. Totally. Yeah. You know? What do you think? Um, so there are two things like not you living in one place and Jared moving in with you is sort of an interesting dynamic because you know, you'll eventually both move somewhere else together and it's sort of a means to an end Yeah, yeah. with our place. Like we, me and Matt were like, um, every room is like a negotiation and we're like, what are we going to do? Yeah. And do you want, that was one thing. And that was something we had to be prepared for. Another thing is like, he, this man loves video games so does jared <laughs> we we fought about it for a minute because i'd be like i'm home do you have to do that he was like, carving out his wasn't he trying to play video games like in your living room tv he will only play video games by the way we have three tvs that's so wild <laughs> three tvs one is upstairs on its own yeah and all the tvs are the same tv we have yeah. the samsung frame or whatever yeah i'm like but he had he has to do it in the living room and he was like I was like, okay, so you, this has to be a thing where if I come home and you're playing video games, like you're playing video games loudly in our common area. Yeah. There's so, gunfire in your yes. living room. And it's like, <laughs> and like someone dying and yeah. you hear that. So I was like, can you not? So we fought about that a little bit. But I, what, I, what I'll say is the most um, difficult thing about moving in. I really don't know. I'm really happy. So yeah. it's hard to know. Um, you guys were both probably so excited to live in this space. We just, I'm just really, yeah, I just really love him, but he, the video games aren't the best. <laughs> and the, um, Jared has known that he needed to make his video game imprint very small. And, um, you know, you have to, you can't see the house as yours. Like we, ha we, we barter yeah. in every space. There so we're are like, some what is this? What are we doing here? Yeah. You know, and compromise is big because he's like i really want to keep this piece of furniture i'm like it's so fucking ugly and doesn't match our stuff <laughs> okay but it he loves it yeah and it means a lot to him and so you like, want to support the fact that he's well if, he has if he's yeah. attached to it yeah. well then who am i to say yeah. that like it's not important you We're know already showcasing how nuanced you gotta really like yeah, everybody you, has their own shit well <clears throat> and everyone's like hurt in some way from their childhood yeah. or whatever and everyone's like clinging to things that mean a lot to them yeah and you can't discount that. You have to be like, so and so is hurt and needs needs this around, yeah, for well, whatever reason. Yeah, I just think it's and that's valid. Moving in with somebody is like your first compromise. first ultimate compromise of you relationship. Know, but you just don't know you because everyone can put their best foot forward at all points in a relationship until yeah. well, you're you never can't. Gonna and the moment when you can't is when you sleep in the same room right. and you 
use the same kitchen and bathroom and everything is the same because in that moment you find out that maybe this girl that you are obsessed with <laughs> falls asleep to curb your enthusiasm at a decently Well, Jared quiet watches volume. my whole OCD routine. That's amazing. Every Matt night. falls asleep to anything. Yeah. He's just like Yeah. from like literally any yeah. sound. But you don't know, you just don't know until you're in there and so you it's don't. like you know, even if you're staying over and you're doing whatever, it's no. Like, you don't know somebody you, until you move in with them. You really get to know somebody when you live with. But them. you fall in love more. I gotta tell or you, you don't. I if only it's right. I only like Matt more. Yeah, if it's right. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's it's the first ultimate compromise, and it's your first real test if you really like this person and I, yes. because because moving in with somebody it's going to exacerbate things right so it's like yeah, if this bad. one little tick that they do like kind of annoys you like in normal life and you haven't moved in and then when you move in it's like that's something that could drive somebody nuts if they're totally. just doing this little thing yeah. that like but that means that the person's not right for you so it's like obviously i'd highly recommend moving in with a partner before you can get engaged the, or whatever but the only other advice i, totally I would agree. give is be careful on the financial side of like being obligated to be stuck in a certain situation for too long if it doesn't work out i think that's a really big thing people dig themselves into and then it's kind of hard to backtrack Um, no don't move in with don't move in with somebody out of convenience out of financial exactly because totally that's how you get stuck in a situation that million percent really bad way so god it feels good it does feel good Wow. Um, okay. Well, that's all we had time for. So wow. we gotta keep bringing this back. It's great. Yeah. Are we gonna do a uh, worstie? Well, you got it. We're gonna go do worstie next. I took French in high school, and I was so excited that we were going to France for Jack's wedding so I could practice my French. And it was only when I got there I realized just how rusty I'd gotten. And I wanted to communicate in French with the locals there so badly. If you can relate to this experience, then Rosetta Stone is right for you. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. You can choose from one of 25 languages like Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a quick and natural way. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is so convenient, and it can be used on your desktop computer or as an app, with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first-degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash first today. So if you're a super busy person and you don't have time to go to the gym, or maybe you just don't even want to go to the gym and work out in front of a bunch of different people, you need to check out the Aloe Moves app. I'm obsessed with this app. So it makes it easy to keep your wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place. There's yoga, there's Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, and so much more. So either you're a beginner or you're an advanced person, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that will fit your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending 
depending on what you're feeling that day. So even if you only have five minutes, you can just get some movement in. I used Allo Moves all during the pandemic. It was amazing. Like I was on my yoga journey and I was obsessed with it. So you can find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quiet moments, even if you don't really want to get a workout on. And when it comes to sleep, it's just important as fitness and nutrition, and they've got you covered with Allo Moves. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Allo Moves. Go to allomoves.com and use code FIRST for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code FIRST, A-L-O-M-O-V-E-S.com, code FIRST. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear about how bad you bad bitches are. Hey, Alexis, Jack, and Jared. Um, I just wanted to call in with my first university. I've been debating what to send in for a while, but this one's funny, so I figured this this fitting, but um, I'll get right into it. So I was friends with this couple a few years ago, and like we used to hang out in a big group all the time. I was close to the girls, and I was to the guy. But one weekend, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, his brother's coming to town. We shall hang out as a group, and it was great. And me and the brother ended up hitting it off. You know, we were both single at the time. Um, and so we hung out later that weekend. He was, like, visiting from a different city, and we went on, like, our first real date together. And, like, we were, you know, super romantic dinner, and then we're sitting by the water, and he's playing me a song on his guitar because I was 20, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> but um, he, like, looks me in the eyes and like staring you like deep into my soul like super romantic connection moment and he says my full name and then he says something like you're so great or like I'm so glad I met you because we were not that I love you yet um and I look him back like directly in the eye no hesitation say his brother's full name and then immediately realize what I've done <laughs> um I felt so bad I apologized for hours and hours he was really cool about it I also like it's not I don't have a crush on his brother I just like know his brother better than I know him and for some reason when I tried to say his name the last name his brother's name came out but um yeah anyways we did for like a month after that and then we broke up because of other things but that still keeps me awake at night sometimes so yeah hope you enjoy Ouch. A classic you know, mix I say no ouch because this is the shit men do to women all the time. And I'm like, you were just literally thinking about his brother. And I know you think you don't like his brother, but I think you do. Might be time to look into that. I mean, who's in I mean, your subconscious, my friend? No, it's, it's very Freudian. It's the brother. Let's look inward. Let's see what's going on here. I mean, I can't remember when she said this was. Might have been like 20 years ago, but. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that I don't think this is a worse. It is a worstie, but I, I just don't think it's bad because I think it's authentic. Well, you know what? This is like a cliche thing that people do when they have sex. So it could have been way Ooh. worse in the bedroom. It is a thing that people do? Yeah, where you're like. Say you the scream wrong your name. ex's name when you're having sex. Whoa. I mean, that's never happened to me. I mean, me neither. I'd rather d- die. I've never done that. <laughs> have you just like heard that somewhere? Hopefully. Have you never heard that, Jared? It happens in movies all the time. Just kidding. Are you? <laughs> no, I've done it a bunch. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much only do that. Because <laughs> you've slept with so many people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hell. Like, who would I even you've pick? You've slept with a million, I don't even million, any million ladies. God, I know. Um, no, I don't think you've done anything bad. It's a, it's a, you know, 
Victimless crime, as we say. God, I love that. Oh, I love that. Man, perfect. I just, but I do like to picture like the imagery of him like finishing the song and being like, I worked so hard on this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. I mean, Johnny. Oh, a slap in the face. 100%. Yeah. All right, Lex. I think that uh, all we have time for is a little poem from you. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. I feel so, this is so unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have a name. Untitled. April flowers bring April flowers brings George's powers and little do you know in springtime is when I'm in my prime and George's flowers grow don't be sour we have few hours life is short you know Mm -hmm. hide in a tower don't be a coward I'm George. It's time to go. <laughs> oh, wow. This is the one that like, you're like, it's an up into your own interpretation. Can I tell you that I was, they were trying to talk to me when I was trying to write it. And I was like, stop. Yeah. This no. is a time for creativity. You know what's crazy is you didn't Did say it work? stop and you just kept writing. And Can it turned you out tell great. It, I wrote it while we were here doing nothing. I know. And you're, that's a, means you're a true genius. All good. Wow. All right. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.